Welcome to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Newsom, Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedett and Jonathan Schack. And yes I am an AI introducing each episode. The podcast discusses the use of artificial intelligence to monitor attention in classrooms and business meetings. The hosts discuss the benefits and drawbacks of using such technology. They note that the technology can be helpful in detecting which students or participants are not paying attention, but that it can also be distracting to those who are paying attention. The hosts suggest that upfront communication is key to using such technology effectively. Welcome again to the Edutech Me podcast, hanging out with Jonathan Shack, myself, Ben Newsom, and Suzette Bailey, as always, talking artificial intelligence. Now, I'm pretty sure most of you who are listening on to this have sat through some form of webinar, or more importantly, some form of meeting where you're actually on camera, or even more importantly, maybe you're the one presenting the session. Now, imagine there's 30 people, 40 people, 100 people watching you. What if you were getting feedback as to whether they're actually listening to you, actually working out like, you know what, are they really looking at me or are they really checking their email or really making a shopping list in, in the background and they're pretending to look? Well, AI has a tool for this. And I guess the question is, is this a good tool, bad tool or in between? So we have a bit of a chat about this. Can we use AI in classroom situations and whatnot to actively monitor attention? And my question is, is it really inattention or are they actually active in a different way and the AI is not picking it up? Uh, what do you think about this, Jonathan? Well, I think it's fraught because uh, if you imagine that a, uh, a classroom, you will have highly engaged kids and, and less engaged kids and non-engaged kids. That's, that's, that's the thing. But again, we were talking earlier in the green room about uh, group dynamics. Some of those people will be engaged because the other people are not, <laughs> you know, because they're competitive or whatever it happens to be. So if AI was to come into any classroom situation or even business meeting, it, it might actually tell us who's not engaged, but it might have an uh, unintended consequence of distracting the people who are engaged, possibly. Yeah, look, I, this is the thing. And for me, I, I'm, I'm very interested in this technology because it, it, will it gives you a lot of the, the cues around it because I'm, I think it can be a bit difficult, very difficult and a lot more difficult than it is in the classroom to be able to monitor, you know, 30 different people's uh, video camera feeds as opposed to 30 you know kids in a class or even 20 you know depending on you know somewhere in between that so I think it's great for giving that feedback to to the teacher or feedback to the room you know to the the person um, facilitating and things but I think we also need to take it with a bit of grain of salt because I once re um, recently I actually had a meeting where somebody was teaching me it was a one-on-one -on -one situation and the person was teaching me this this pro um, this process and he gave me a few references but I was actually taking notes in my online meeting notes software so that because I'm very much a visual kinesthetic for people who are not aware of that what that means is I have to physically write something down as well as see it at the same time for me to be able to contextualize the information. So I was busily taking notes in the background and he says, oh no, no, stop look, you know, looking it up now. And I went, oh, oh, no, no, I'm actually taking notes. So 
in this case of the classroom, is that you know, the AI would detect that this person's being distracted. But in the case of my case, I was actually distracted with what the person was saying and taking the notes of that, not actually doing something, you know, checking the latest um, social media post or something. Oh, that's yeah. a very good point. I mean, at the end, you know, it's just a personal thing, but at the end of mass, my wife pulls her phone out not to look at her social media, but to read a prayer or two. But the perception from the other people is shock and horror because they think she's on her phone doing social media or checking her email or whatever, and she's not. So yeah. we've, what we've got to come to here and what Suzette's story is, is, is perfect for it is that there needs to be a degree of upfront communication. Absolutely. Everything into context. Look, I'm going to be taking notes during this, this meeting because that's the way I am, or I'm going to be listening to a prayer at the end of this church service because that's the way I am, and everybody else can do what they like. So really, are we just des describing the 21st century version of the comic book shoved in the textbook while you're reading? Possibly. In a lot of ways, because I mean, it's like it's 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 there, there's, there's always gonna be some people that just go, you know what, I'm not engaged. I've just got to be here because I've got to be here. Um, and you kind of wonder about you know, that's got its own issues. But you're right, people engage with content in different ways. They just do. I mean, um, I do as professionally. I work with a lot of amazing educators doing professional development programs. And I quite often they've got their head buried away doing other stuff, but it's not other stuff. They're actually going, well, actually, if I do this, I could now they're, they're taking it to another level. They're just not talking to you about it. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. yeah. So I think very much the case, Ben. I, I think as the the facilitator or the teacher of that session, um, the same way as you would in a physical classroom making sure that the person isn't reading the comic book in the middle of the textbook. You need to take this information in and balance it with your understanding and knowledge of the person already. You know, if it's the person who's normally being caught with the equivalent of a comic in the, 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 uh, the textbook, it's probably highly likely they're not actually on the ball and you might want to follow it up. If they're one of your top students, it's probably that they're actually engaging in a different way for actually them to get the information and be able to take the notes. So, you know, it's 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 using the information the AI gives you in a way that helps you to make the best judgment at the time, as opposed to assuming that the person is just on Facebook or other social media challenge. And if you're listening in, don't be that malevolent person that goes, you know what, I'm going to create some software that emulates the person looking really engaged. <laughs> because, of course, you could do that. Though I suppose they might get caught out if they get asked a question. But then again, I suppose, given their discussions prior, that we could have another AI strapped over that could make that apparition of you being in there not the case at all, because it's well, you know, a virtual version of you. Again, and we've said this many times through this series is that if this AI is available and it can detect whether people are engaged or not or what their emotional state is or not, um, it is just a tool at the end of the day. And how the person, the, the craftsman, use their tool in a circumspect way. Yeah, and I actually, I genuinely think, well, I genuinely think that um, having worked with many, many learners, some learners just struggle to pick up on visual cues. Act, ask any um, spouse occasionally, their spouse is not <laughs> picking up on visual cues either, are they? So, I mean, if you're in a uh, online um, 
forum and you're struggling to work out what the, how you're going, potentially this is a useful tool, but you need to evaluate if that data is correct. Yeah. And in my case, um, my son actually was tested in year eight uh, and it was found that when he took information in visually, he was very he was above his a year eight and quite considerably above um, when he actually read the information. But when he took information in visually and auditory at the same time, he was less than a toddler. So in the classroom at the time, what we actually did with the teachers is they were able to actually have it so he could have his back to the 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 actual uh, whiteboard because then he could listen to the teacher turn around after the teacher was finished and then what and read the information so this expectation that people need to be engaged and looking down the camera may as in the case of my son for instance be actually um, a disservice to their learning as opposed to increasing it uh, and so I think yeah taking into learning and I think that other aspect of what you were saying about uh, asking them a question to test knowledge. Well, I mean, ultimately, that's what you do in a classroom if you think they're not they're distracted. Why wouldn't you do that on online as well for the same reason? Yes, and then um, if you're listening in, is outside of AI. If you are presenting, it is no different <laughs> online versus face to face. It's funnily enough, you're just there to teach, uh, but that's a whole other rabbit hole I could go down. But um, we are there to engage as humans, and if we've got AI involved, perhaps. Uh, using as a human te technology, human-centered uh, thing. Poor old, poor old Carrie can't make this day. I know that she'd be very interested in that area. So it is important. Um, so, right. So I guess the, the takeaway is, is is that, yes, this software is coming at us to all the different versions of the way that we meet uh, digitally these days. Uh, are you going to use it? Is it not for you? What are your thoughts? How will you go with this particular piece of software? And should it have ever been developed? I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to know your thoughts. And anyway, so you're hanging out on the Edgy Tech Me podcast with Suzette Bailey, Jonathan Shack, myself, Ben Newsom, and uh, Carrie Bennett will be back with us very, very shortly. I hope to catch you another time. Thanks for listening to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.